check who's on the track next. Never half fast like. Yo, what up? It's Ronnie B. Pro One Seven Thoughtcast Live. Uh, got the dogs in the back barking, but that's how we do it. Straight organic realness. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for checking out the Pro One Seven Thoughtcast and the uh, Cali Conservative Podcast. If you're listening to the audio only. Today we're going to talk about some uh, interesting thing. The title of today's broadcast is uh, Democrats Hate You. And uh, I'm going to get into that and explain why they hate you. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about a couple other things besides that. Uh, we want to talk about the uh, Israeli finding that the, the COVID Omicron is... Uh, more potent than the third and fourth booster. That means, uh, excuse me, second booster. That means four shots do not work in regard to COVID. And that is scientific. Follow the science. Uh, we're going to get into that story as well. And uh, I also want to get into talking about the latest news from Canada regarding conversion therapy. And uh, if you're not familiar with what that means, it means that if you are a Christian or you have a son or what have you that wants to learn about uh, the truth, being Jesus Christ and the scriptures, and you might be struggling with uh, possibly being gay or you want to identify as a pickle or a woman or whatever, a transgender, in Canada they are saying now that if you do have those type of feelings and somebody like myself tries to come and convert you quote unquote, uh, through Christianity and to try to give you the truth, uh, and let you know that maybe your feelings may be inaccurate, then you will now be labeled, uh, as a criminal and you could possibly be jailed up to five years. And this is happening in Canada. So very interesting things going on across the world. So thank you for watching. Let's get into the first subject here again this is the uh, cali conservative podcast if you're listening i really appreciate that on spotify and apple tunes uh, music and also uh on video on facebook and several streaming platforms so i appreciate that if any of y'all are watching on video if you're on instagram please go ahead and check the link in the bio if you want to watch some of this, the the graphics that i put up online during this broadcast um they'll be very helpful but if not just rock with me here on instagram all right so the first thing we want to talk about now is the Democrats hate you. And I want to explain why here. Now, I've said, you know, several times before that the Democrats are evil and uh, uh, they are the closest thing to Nazism in the 30s, if you want to look at it in that respect. If you want to look at um, the religion of the Democrats, I mean, typically they are you know, not really religious as far as Catholic or Christian religion, although they do support a lot of like Muslim stuff and Islamic stuff, you know, that's the term Islamophobia. If you tend to say anything, you know, negatively against the Islam religion and what have you. But, but the point of all this is that they are really um, worshiping Dr. Fauci and they worship government. They want government to have total control and power over you. And now we have, data evidence actually proving that they do uh, hate you and they do worship government and they look at them to solve their problems, Dr. Fauci and what have you. And I guess that's the reason why you see all the stuff in the mainstream media 
and Dr. Fauci in regard to them pushing these crazy mandates. And, and, and you and I are somebody that's, that's a free thinker would say, well, who would actually agree with these measures and these mandates and these lockdowns? And, and you look at Australia and you look at Austria and other, and other countries and France and what have you that are locking people down. And, and you figure, like, why aren't there more uprisings? And who's actually agreeing with this kind of stuff? And what people would actually do this? And I would say, well, we're going to find out right now. And if you look up on your screen here, so uh, there was a poll from Rasmussen saying that 45% of the Democrats approve of sending unvaccinated to designated facilities. <laughs> designated facilities. Involuntary, by the way. Which means that you would be put in some sort of concentration camp or some sort of, like they say, designated facilities. That's a, that's a nice way to say in jail or imprisoned because you are not vaccinated. And again, we've been through this several times over the last few thoughtcasts that, you know, these vaccines are not working. And I'm going to get into that in the second uh, segment here. But uh, this is no longer speculation. This is no longer hyperbole in regard to the Democrats hating you. Um, you know, the, the true leftist crazy ones that are really, really brainwashed. Again, we, we go back and check the mass formation psychosis videos that I've done. But this is just another scientific uh, representation and evidence showing that they truly are brainwashed. And if you think about, like, you know, the Nazi times, who would actually turn in their neighbors and stuff to the Nazis? Okay. It's people like this that are in this poll. So let's get into the poll a little bit in depth here because I want to break it down and show you how this is not uh, uh, something that would just be uh, uh, shunned over like, it, like, it's, like it's not really a big deal, because this is a big deal. These are other American citizens that are willing to put you in a designated facility for not having uh, the jabs, okay? So let's, I want to read a little bit of this and uh, go over some of the poll uh, together here. So this article is brought to you by Daily Wire, but uh, I also have the actual Rasmussen poll here that I'm going to be reading from as well. So uh, Heartland Institute and Rasmussen reports national telephone and online survey taken this month revealed an astonishing number of Democrats surveyed were uh, surveyed, excuse me, were perfectly comfortable sending Americans who are not vaccinated to quote designated facilities or locations. When asked, would you strongly favor somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose a proposal to limit the spread of coronavirus by having federal or state governments require that citizens temporarily live in designated facilities or locations if they refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine, 45% of Democrats answered that they favored such an idea. Okay, I want you to think about that, okay? So if it's 45% of Democrats, if you figure... You know, okay, just, you know, generically speaking here, half, let's say half the country is, is, is Democrat and half is Republican. If you say that half of the half, so that's 25% of the country is willing to put you in a concentration camp because you don't have a jab. Again, that does not work against Omicron and that scientifically. And, I, and again, I, I am not giving any medical advice. This is what has been said by the CEO of Pfizer. This is what has been said by um Rochelle Walensky from the CDC, as well as Dr. Fauci, and as well as the Israeli researchers, what I'm going to get into in the next segment here. But they don't care about that. <laughs> they want to put you in. And let's get into a little bit more depth there. So 
Um, 45% of Democrats answered that they want that to happen to you. Among all voter surveys, 71% opposed the idea. 78% of Republicans and 64% of unaffiliated voters said that they were strongly opposed the idea. Right. Because people that are other Americans probably have some sort of common sense and logic and look at history of what happened back in the 30s and what happened with the genocide of the Jews and understand that this is not a good idea. But for some reason, the Democrat collectivist hive mind group think believe that this is the best thing for society to segregate and alienate and dehumanize those of us that don't want to take the jab. Um, additionally, although 66% of likely voters would oppose government using digital devices to track unvaccinated people to ensure that they were quarantined or social distancing from others, 47% of Democrats approved of the idea. So 47% of Democrats say they want a d digital device on you to track you uh, to make sure that you're being quarantined and being social di distanced. This is uh, supposed to be America. This is, this is absolutely disgusting, personally. Um, nearly half, 48% of Democrats, favored federal and state government having the capacity to levy fines or imprisonment on people who publicly question the, the e efficacy of the vaccines on social media, television, radio, or, or in online or digital publications. Okay, 48% say that if you say something against the efficacy, like I'm doing right now, that I should be uh, getting a uh, big fine or imprisoned for publicly questioning the efficacy. What What is this? <laughs> um, and uh, this other poll here, other question, uh, whopping 59% of Democrats favored a government policy that requires citizens to remain confined into their homes except for emergencies if they refuse to get the, the COVID vaccine. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, th this one is right here. Most frighteningly, 29% of Democrats favor temporarily removing parents' custody of their children if the parents refuse to get the COVID vaccine. 29%. Okay, that's a, that's a third of the Democrats. So think about that. So, so every Democrat person and homie that you know or friend or family member, one out of three of them would say that if you don't get the jab, they're willing to have your kids taken away. So as you can see, as ridiculous as these Joe Biden mandates and things are, we are in a position now where um, it's definitely working somewhat. So this is uh, on your screen here. Again, if you're on Instagram, you can't see this. But if you see this on your screen here, this is just basically a summary from Alan uh, Rubenstein, Alex Rubenstein here that just kind of breaks it down. So you see it all right there, 55%. Of Democrats support fines against unvaccinated, 59% support house arrest, 48% support prison for just questioning the, the vax efficacy, 45% support internment camps, 47% support surveillance of the unvaxxed, and 29% support the state taking away your children. So what do we do here? People are talking about a civil war and all that kind of stuff. That's not the answer. Civil war is definitely not the answer for uh, us Americans, although it just seems like we are just getting constantly more on this split between different ideologies. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to come back from that. If you tell me that 45% of Democrats want to put me in a, in a, in a camp because I'm unvaxxed, 
regardless of knowing the actual facts. And that's the problem. These people, these, these left don't understand the facts. Okay, so you even had Rachel Walensky and all these other people say that these boosters and stuff are not working with the Omicron. And again, Omicron is nothing but a cold. Yo, what's up, man? Um, so when, when, you, when you think about that, the cognitive dissonance is beyond explanation at this point. Okay. Um, you even had Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor just recently the other day not want to come into the Supreme Court into her own uh, into the meeting with the rest of the, the justices because one of uh, the, the, the justices, um, I believe it's Gorsuch, doesn't want to wear a mask. And she's like scared to go in there with no mask because she says she has pre-existing conditions. But at the same time, she wants to sit here and 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 want to mandate, even though it's not constitutional, she voted to mandate uh, the jab for everybody with with businesses over 100 people privately, and they already agreed to that federally. So, so, so which one is it? So you have the jab, you have the booster, but you're still scared and wear a mask. And again, this this is what's so frightening about all this is that you actually have a Supreme Court justice that has been brainwashed to the point to where now she's not even doing her job properly because she is now. Uh, ruling in the Supreme Court over things that are unconstitutional because she's letting her fear um, get the best of her, regardless of the science and the data. So you want to force jabbing the rest of us that don't want to do it because you're scared about yourself, even though you know that it's not effective. Somebody makes sense to this. Somebody help me understand this. I don't get it. I don't. I do not understand it. You know it doesn't work. You're scared to go to work. But you got jabbed, but in order for you to feel better, you need me to get it, to get jabbed, to go sit next to you at work, even though you won't go to work when you're jabbed and you know it doesn't work. I'm totally, I'm totally bamboozled and, 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 and I, I just really don't get it. So I always want to say like, you know, you want to, you want to try to talk to these, these Democrat leftists that hate you with grace and mercy, but how are you supposed to do it when they don't even want to listen? You know, us people on the right, we understand that the media and stuff that comes out is going to be all leftist. It's going to be all liberal. So we'll listen to that side, but also we have to go to other avenues to find our news and resources and stories and stuff like Daily Wire and Blaze and other conservative outlets. So at least we can have the benefit of looking at both sides of the coin here. They're never going to do that. They're only going to listen to their one echo chamber, echo chamber bubble with Don Lemon and Rachel Maddow and all them. Who, by the way, Rachel Maddow just recently said, I believe it was yesterday, that Sotomayor uh, was right and, and, and Gorsuch was an idiot and he should be reprimanded or whatever because he's not wearing a mask. Again, what does it matter if you're wearing a mask if you're already triple jab? And now I'm going to get into this next story here on the fourth booster, the fourth shot. They're already admitting that it doesn't work for Omicron. So, so what are we doing? So I'm going to get into the second story here. Um, in regard to that, so this is Israeli researchers claim that the second booster is not good enough for Omicron. Now, second booster means fourth shot. You got the Pfizer, you got one, two, then you got the you got the booster, that's number three. Second booster is number four. So the Israeli researchers who, again, in Israel, they were like one of the most highly vaccinated countries, I believe, besides a couple like Gibraltar or something like that. But I know they're like way over 85% vaccinated in the country of Israel. But here we go. They're saying through their science, 
that it's not good enough for Omicron. Let's read a little bit. So Israeli researchers say that a fourth dose of COVID-19 vaccine shot is, quote, not good enough to combat Omicron strain of the virus. What are we doing? <laughs> so, so, so why all the restrictions? Why all the vaccine restrictions? And again, I'm asking rhetorically because we know the answer. It's all about control and compliance, right? You, you saw this with the police officers and the army and the military and everything, right? They're doing this to purge the people that are dissenters to get them out of the police department, to get them out of the military so that they'll have the ones that'll say, oh, I'm just doing my job when they want to arrest you and me and put us in detainment camps and concentration camps because we, we decided that we don't want to do that. Using our God-given American rights to say, I don't want that. I don't need that. I looked at the data. I looked at the science. I understand it is not effective, but yet we are going to uh, have you arrested for not having the jab, even though it says it right here that the, the, the second booster does not affect and does not help against Omicron. Okay? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's read, let's read a little bit more here. It says, um, uh, Professor Gil Regev Yoshai is one of the lead researchers of the first of the world study on efficacy of the second booster. And uh, or the fourth vaccine shot to boost immunity amid the Omicron wave and COVID-19 a month after the study, which took place at Israel Sheba Medical Center, says that uh, the fourth shot falls short. Quote, the vaccine, which is very effective against the previous strain, is less effective against the Omicron, Omicron strain, uh, she said, uh, according to the Times of Israel. Quote, we see an increase in antibodies higher than after the third dose, she continued. However... We see that many infected with Omicron who received the fourth dose, granted a bit less than in the control group, but still a lot in the infections. The bottom line is that the vaccine is excellent against Alpha and Delta variants, but for Omicron, it's not good enough. Period. So the honest question here, the honest question here is like, so how, how many shots is it going to be enough? I want to know. Okay, those of you that agree with these measures and the mandates and, the, and and whatever, and that are down to get the booster, how many is enough? Okay, so now they're saying third shot, first booster, no good. Fourth shot, second booster, no good. How many is enough? How many is enough? Five, six, seven? Like, I'm not even being funny here. Like, like, like reality, how many boosters and shots are going to be enough until you guys wake up and, and realize that this is a bunch of bullcrap? And again, I'm not dissing anybody that has it. I've said this before, too. We have family members. Uh, my wife and I both have a lot of family members that have been vaccinated, so I don't wish anything bad on anybody. But my point is, why do they keep pressing this stuff when we know that it doesn't work? And how long until you people understand that you're being played here? How many times are you going to do it? How many shots are you going to take? I don't get it. You know? That's why Flyers is coming out with a new zombie juice. What's up? That's, yep. <laughs> Um, so I would like somebody to, to let me know the answer to that question, bro. What's up, Ronnie? Yes. It's never been up to anyone, uh, anyone's health or well-being, but absolute control on this virus is a tool that's been exploited. Absolutely. 100%. I agree with that. There is nothing, uh, really much more than that answer. And, and the thing is though, is that most of us people who can see this, I saw something too, like back in the day, it was, a, um, 
thing about hypnosis that certain people can be hypnotized and certain people can't. You're just not susceptible to, to doing that. But there is a small percentage of people that brain allows them to get hypnotized. And these are the people that are, are following suit here that want you to be detained and want to still take the fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth, ninth booster shot. And they'll just keep continuing to do it because the government tells them so. And so they'll just keep doing it and blaming the unvaxxed for the reason why the stuff is still spreading. But even though the symptoms are the same, regardless of everybody, right? <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. So, um, yeah, the, 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 the Israeli study is a trip because, you know, they, they've been very compliant and they're kind of like us as far as the United States, as far as like society is concerned and stuff. So there's a lot of similarities there between the United States and his and Israel, as far as culture, pretty much. Um, and in society pretty much, but their compliance has been like extremely high. Um, and I don't understand how like Don Lemon on CNN and all these kind of stuff. Although you saw Jake Tapper the other day talking about how the hospital numbers were off and how could this happen and stuff. But they're talking about this stuff two years after the fact, even though they knew this, like literally like two to three to six months after we started doing the first jab. Anyway, we knew that the COVID numbers were inflated. Okay. Um, um, yeah, my man, our Raider said, I remember getting my polio and measles vaccine as a child, and I did not get polio or the measles are transmitted to anybody now. That's a vaccine. Exactly. Exactly. When you when you got a vaccine when you were a kid, measles, polio, you know, these are all common sense issues. It's so funny. I have the same conversations with my wife about this. It's like, look, when's the last time you've seen anybody, uh, a big uh, uh, epidemic of polio happening around the United States? No? You see a lot of big measles outbreaks? Breaking out around here? No. Chicken pox, really? No. I don't see really any of that happening nowadays. Maybe because when you got vac vaccinated or immunized against it, that was something that was actually going to stop you from catching it. But again, they changed the definition of these terms so that, it, you know, uh, to fit whatever government narrative they want to support here. Oh, well, 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 the vaccine doesn't really, you know, it's not going to stop you, even though they did say that originally. Y'all remember that. We got the receipts. I got that in my other videos where, where, where Fauci and uh, Biden and uh, even Rachel Maddow was on there talking about, oh, you're not going to catch it. As a matter of fact, I think I might still have that queued up here. Let me, let me play that just for posterity here. Um, oh, no, I don't have it. I don't have it. But anyway, I digress. We know that... Uh, the vaccine means that you're not supposed to catch it or spread it, but but in, but 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 in today's crazy clown world lingo, it's it's all of a sudden now it doesn't mean that. And you see people on social media like arguing, well, it never they never said that you weren't supposed to be able to catch it or spread it. They just said it's supposed to stop you from ho hospitalization and it's supposed to make you uh, less symptomatic. Bro, a lot of people that have been unvaxxed, I've had it, have very low symptoms. There's no way they, scientifically that you can prove that because you had the shot that you had less symptoms when you caught it versus me catching it and me having low symptoms. Okay. Why don't we just do like Ron DeSantis did in the beginning, isolate the vulnerable old uh, comorbidity people that are already ill and put them, you know, in a, a, a safe space where they don't have to worry about it as much, get them vaccinated and let, and the rest of us go on about our day and go on about our business period. That's it. You know, so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just uh, it's, it's pretty ridiculous right now with the what's going on. Um, but again, I still want to know and ask your friends. Four shot, no good. How many is enough? 
All right, this last little topic I want to get on here. Uh, I want to talk about Canada and outlawing uh, conversion therapy. Now, if you haven't seen this story, this is pretty ridiculous. My pastor talked about this. <clears throat> um, you can get up to five years in jail now for preaching to somebody that, um, or, or or trying to tell them that maybe you're kind of rushing this transition. Maybe you should kind of think about it twice. Maybe you are a boy and maybe you're not a girl. Maybe um, we can go to the scriptures and talk about these kind of things. But they're like, no, if you do that, you're going to get five years in jail. Let's read the articles, bring it up. I think this is uh, really pretty dangerous. And again, I, I believe that this is an attack. This is what Marxists and communists do. They want to take God and stuff out of it. And they want to put it into government as their ultimate authority. So let's read up on it real quick. A new Canadian. Um, hang on a second. Let me share the screen with you guys here on the screen. Okay, so a new Canadian law calls C4 outlaws so-called quote conversion therapy, which is defined in the law as any counseling or advising against transgender or non-binary identity or non-heterosexual sexuality, even if the young person or adult requests it. The uh, new Canadian law C4 bans any counseling that advocates for the Christian standard that sex is reserved for one man and one woman within marriage. Uh, it also potentially cre criminalizes any instruction confirming that human beings are created as holy male, female, and birth. So if you say anything in regard to uh, traditional gender roles to somebody that feels like they want to go through a surgery, um, you can be prosecuted in Canada. Now, I hate even bringing up stuff like this from Canada, but the fact is, is that they're kind of like uh, the beta test for the United States usually. I mean, they're right above us north-wise. Um, they're much more liberal, I think, overall than the United States, and so it's kind of like a beta test for the United States. And so th there's a very realistic um, chance that these kind of measures could try to come here to the United States, and I find it kind of disgusting. Okay, because basically what these psychologists and, and people do right now in that field is say that when somebody comes in, they basically just affirm what they already said. And this is why I feel like the whole uh, psychiatrist uh, profession is a rocket anyway, because you pay these people for years and years and years to get to the bottom of it. And what do they end up asking you? It was like, how do you feel about this? Well, how does that make you feel? Well, if... If you're asking me how does it make me feel, then why am I coming here paying you this money to try to get to the bottom of it of my own self? And again, you know, I'm not trying to bobble thump you on this particular broadcast, but the, but the fact is the podcast is called Pro 1-7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. If you're not putting God first in your thought process and, 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 and how your worldview is, then you're going to put something else first. And so... It's not about being religious or anything like that. It's like if you have a worldview and you don't worship God, you're going to worship something. It's going to be the government. It's going to be money. It's going to be self, period. And so now the psychologists and psychiatrists have to affirm a troubled person lost in their own mind and madness and say that, yeah, I know that you're a boy, but actually you're a girl. And if I say anything to the contrary, you can be now arrested. So I think this is just ridiculous. Um, I think that this is going to be a big problem um, going forward for our children. Uh, and you look at the indoctrination of the schools of systems right now in the United States, and you look at the stuff coming up on the cartoon network that I've brought back in the past, 
uh, you know, um, they would like nothing more, these Democrat leftist Marxists, than to put that kind of curriculum in the schools for our children. You know, I, I saw something, and I, I think Matt Walsh is going on Dr. Phil tomorrow on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. We all need to watch that. I want to see where he goes and talks against a, a transgender person and stuff. But, like, your pronouns and stuff, like, people are asking, teachers are asking children in school now, like, what are your pronouns? Okay, and the whole thing about gender being a spectrum, that is not reality. And these are the people that want to bark about science and scientific and the party of science. This is not science. How are you going to sit there and say it's science when you want to say gender as a spectrum? So you have non-binary, intersectional, uh, asexual stuff. This is madness. This is madness. So you want to sit here and tell me that I'm the science denier because I don't want to take this vaccine that has been proven to work. But you want to sit here and say you're a party of science when you're over here advocating for a gender spectrum. And there's not necessarily two genders. Oh, well, 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 well sex is not a, uh, uh, not necessarily a gender. It is gender and sex have nothing to do with each other. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Of course it does. Okay. Now, just because you have a tomboy daughter that wants to wrestle when she's a little girl doesn't make her a man and doesn't make her transgender. And just because you have a, a, a boy that might be a little bit more creative and, and less uh, quote-unquote typical, typically rough doesn't make him transgender, doesn't make him female either. But this shouldn't be something that we have to be talking about for hours on a podcast. This, this should be something that's common sense. So... Um. I'm going to be getting out of here very soon. I just want to say thank you guys for that. We're watching this, this video today. Um, we've been doing some reconstruction around the house. I know that y'all probably don't care about that, but it's been a minute since I've done a video since the last weekend. And um, shout out to my man, No Say Raiders. Uh, that's just socialized medicine. Plus, that's a kind of crazy up there. Anyway, I believe that. I believe that. Canada, yes. Uh, there are only two genders, male and female. Bottom line, scientific fact. Facts. Facts, not feelings. That's that's the, the number one hashtag for Pro 17. Facts, not feelings. Two genders, male and female. Stop with the foolishness. Stop it. Okay? You're making yourself look ridiculous. But see, just because social media and, the, and these uh, people that are coming out of these institutions that are getting these jobs, these liberal jobs that they're hiring in the teachers, administration, and on um, these, these leftist television cable channels, and writing in Hollywood, you know, just because they're pressing this stuff doesn't make it true. That's less than 1% of the population has these feelings, okay? So the majority, like me and you, you and I need to speak up about it and let everybody know that this is not actually reality. It's madness. All right? Anyways, please check out the pro17.com slash merch shop. Appreciate it. Please support conservative small entrepreneurial businesses. And always remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. And even though they hate you, try to show some grace and mercy and love. We got to pray for these people, man, because they, they're kind of sick in the head and they don't really understand the, the, the value of fearing the Lord and what it can do for their life. All right. So God bless you. Ronnie, be out. Peace.